Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, I am so excited to bring this topic to you guys today. I'm chatting all about how to get more clear on your audience and gain more um, clarity around who you really want to work with. Because I know when I first started my nutrition business, I was essentially, I was like, my doors are open for business. Um, Anyone that will work with me, you know, please anybody. I just want a client. I just need to make a little bit of money. (laughs) I'm not sure if you can relate, but I was feeling like, I don't actually really care who the client is, if they're a man or a woman or a child or, you know, I had no um, specific setup because I was just so, I guess, in a sense, desperate to just start working with clients. And I really, really wanted that. And then the other layer is that, frankly, I didn't know that I should be getting more clear on who I want to work with. And the reason I bring this topic to you kind of early on in this podcast um, series is because I really truly believe that this is one of the things you need to set up from the beginning. Because if you, let's just say, start to create all your programs and price all your programs out, um, start marketing, and you're doing all the work to get the business rolling, but you're not really clear on who you actually want to be talking to in your social media posts or on your website or your programs, like who are they actually geared towards, if we don't figure this out before we create really the business um, foundation, we're going to have to go back at some point and recreate everything. So this is really important to start nailing down if you're at the beginning of your business or if you're like, hey, I'm actually, you know, six months, a year, two years in, um, I haven't done this yet, you know, that that's totally okay. Um, it's always okay to go back and make tweaks and changes. And in fact, our business is going to grow and evolve. So we might want to be doing that um, periodically anyways to make sure that our vision is still the same as it was six months or a year ago. So again, I'm super excited to talk about this. Um, talking about your niche, you might have heard niche before or niche. That's more of the American way of saying niche. Um, it's fine to say it either way. It doesn't really matter. And you might have heard that word before. Um, so what I want to really want to do is dig into more what that actually is and what that looks like, why it's important. Um, and then I also really want to talk about you know, what happens if, you know, so it's all good and fine if you can figure out that niche and you have a lot of clarity and you know who you want to work with, but what happens if you just can't figure that out and you just don't know who you want to work with because maybe you don't have something that happened in your past that's calling you to like help all these other people with it. Or maybe perhaps you're, you have, um, so many different things you want to kind of test the waters with and you don't want to decide on just one niche or one focus right now. So I'm going to talk to you and give you some really good um, tips on how to strengthen yourself as a practitioner if you aren't in the position to pick your niche yet. But for those of you that are feeling ready and you kind of have an idea about who you want to work with, um, I really want to dig into all of that right now with you guys. Okay, so when it comes to um, choosing your niche, what I do with all of my clients is I figure out first what is their story. 
So like what is your personal story, your health story, your experiences? And where were you when you first started dealing with all of these experiences? So for me, I'll just use myself as an example. You know, when I um, kind of started first realizing that I was having a lot of health issues, um, I was feeling overwhelmed, I was feeling frustrated, and I was dealing with, you know, chronic digestive issues and um, migraines all the time. It was, it was really, really, really bad. Um, so that's what led me to go to nutrition school. And if you haven't listened to episode one yet, I actually go into my whole story of what um, actually led me to become a nutritionist. So go check that one out if you haven't listened to it yet. But um, that's really the download is that I had these chronic um, digestive issues, these migraines that were super persistent. And then I had to, you know, there was just a point where really you can call it my breaking point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep experiencing this. I can't keep feeling this way. And that's what led me to go to nutrition school. So again, I did the whole chorus and it wasn't like I even had the intention to come out of school and like work with people with headaches or with digestion issues because again, I thought I had to help everyone. Um, Going forward in my business, you know, and realizing, okay, I need to start getting more clear on who I want to help. This is when I really started realizing okay, I can really help from a place that I know best. I can really help from a place of experience. And I can really, um, you know, help move move others forward um, because I've moved myself forward. So again, what I really help my clients to do is figure out, you know, what are your personal stories? What were your health struggles? What did you deal with? Um, And really just start writing them down, like brain dump them down. Um, You know, all the stories you can think about or all the things that led you to what I like to call your turning point or your breaking point. So like I just said, you know, my breaking point was I cannot feel this way any longer. Like, this is just not possible for me. I, I have to change things. So really start to look at, you know, where was that point of your in your life where you said, you know, enough is enough. I can't do this anymore. Things need to change. Um, and then really start to see the trajectory of how did your life go from that point on? You know, did you go to nutrition school? Did you take a certain course? You know, what did you do that actually helped to lead you down to the path that you're at now? So... When we start to really look at these stories around our past and our experience, we start to see that that our stories are very um, relatable to other people. And I'll go into this in another podcast episode, I'm sure, or multiple times I'll talk about this, but um, our stories and our experiences is what connects with other people. That is the connector, Um, you know. With social media and so many things now at at our fingertips, um, a lot of things are automated. A lot of things are mechanical, um, I guess, robotic in a sense, right? Um, So a lot of us aren't getting that kind of human connection anymore. And that's where storytelling really comes in. So again, if you can really figure out that story of where you started out, um, that's really going to help to give you some perspective on, you know, of course, there's somebody else struggling with that same thing, more than likely. And whether you don't, you think, well, maybe that's only my experience, um, it, it's probably not. You know, there's so many people in this world. And even if it's something so unique to you, you know, there's got to be some other people that have also experienced, if not the exact same thing, something similar. 
And that's how people are going to connect with you. So when it comes to, again, figuring out that direction, figuring out that niche, start with your stories and start to really figure out what did I go through? What did I experience? And maybe can that help other people as well? So once you've started figuring that out, the next step I like to bring my clients through is figuring out, you know, okay, so we know where you were at some point, you know, before maybe you did the course or the training or kind of hit your breaking point. We know where you were when you first started out and we know where you are today, right? And today, hopefully you've um, made a few positive steps, you've moved forward, you're like on your healing journey and perhaps you're not 20 steps ahead, maybe you're just 10 steps ahead or even three steps ahead from where you were, but that's enough. That's enough to help. So what I like to do is really, again, help my clients figure out where they were and where they are now. And what we start to do is look at, okay, so in the past, um, we'll use me as an example again, you know, you have these digestive issues and these headaches. What were some pain points that you were feeling in this position? You know, were Again, I said I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling frustrated. Um, you know, with my headaches, I couldn't really function. I, you know, had a lot of brain fog. I had a lot of dizziness and nausea. And these were all these pain things that I was going through, these pain points um, that I was experiencing because, you know, I didn't have a solution at this point. So what I'm suggesting you do is really dig into and figure out, you know, from that place of where you were, what was that pain you were feeling? What were the emotions you were experiencing? What were the symptoms you were experiencing? Um, and really get a good handle. And again, do a big brain dump of all of the things you're, you were feeling and experiencing. Um, and getting it onto paper and seeing, okay, there's some there's some really like common themes here that maybe quite a lot of people who are also experiencing um, headaches or digestion or whatever it is you're going through um, probably have experienced as well. So once we figure out those pain points, um, we're we're now going to look at, you know, okay, but you have went on the trajectory to, you know, again, go do this healing journey, feel a little bit better, be a few steps ahead. And what you're going to look at is where are you now and how do you feel now? So where are you now? It might be, again, for me, it could be um, my headaches have drastically reduced. Um, I have more um, clarity in my mind. Um, I can function properly. I can run my business and spend time with my partner. Um, I can spend time with friends and go out for meals without worrying that um, I had to run to the bathroom because of my digestive issues. Um, So that's a really clear dynamic or, or difference between where I used to be and where I am now. And once you can really figure out, again, the pain points and, you know, where you are now, or even if it's not where you are, but where your client maybe desires to be in the future, that's going to start giving you a really good basic picture of, okay, so they're going through this um, challenge or this health issue, or they're fig- they're dealing with this, um, you know, health state that they're just not okay with and they don't feel great in it. And what are they experiencing? What are all those pain points? Let me put it down onto paper. And then let me really tap into how do they desire to feel? You know, if they were to work with me or to take a course or a program or, you know, do anything to feel better, you know, how do they actually want to feel? 
And it's really important we tap into these two different emotions before we create, say, our programs and our offerings. Um, Because if we don't know where they are now and where they desire to be, how do we know what to create for them to get them to that place where they want to go? So I hope you're following me. I hope you can understand what I'm saying. Um, Again, niche is a huge, huge topic. Um, But really, the basic things that I would recommend is pull from your own experience. Um, You know, don't discount that what you've been through isn't important. You know, it totally, totally is. Um, Again, people learn through stories and through connection and through experience. And you could even think about this in in terms of, you know, a friend of yours, you know, maybe you're going through a breakup or you're going through a health challenge even, and you turn to a, a friend that maybe also has gone through something similar and you feel that connection and you feel that support because they know what you're talking about. They can um, empathize with you. So that can also relate to your business and, you know, really focusing on something that other people will feel related to. And one thing that I hear all the time from my clients, and I totally get this, it's it's okay to feel this way. Um, and that thing is that sometimes people will feel like, but I don't know enough or I'm not far enough along on my healing journey. And I mentioned this a little bit earlier that you don't have to necessarily be 20 steps ahead of where your potential client might be. You don't have to be 15 steps ahead. As long as you are helping them, you know, a few steps behind of where you currently are and you can um, use the skills you've learned and you can use um, like all of the information and stories that you have inside yourself to support that person where they are and help bring them to the level of where you currently are. And in this process, don't forget, you're going to be growing and evolving too. So you can always bring your clients with you wherever you go. But please, like, don't worry so much about, but I don't know enough. I better take another chorus. Um, You know, I need to get another training. I hear this all the time. Um, And I'm probably going to do a podcast episode on that too, because that's such a common thing we feel that, you know, but I don't know enough. I need to learn more. And um, I want to challenge you that that's probably, frankly, not the case, Um, unless it's something you want to super specialize in and you and you honestly feel like you need more knowledge, um, you know, learn as you go, you know, take that course and build your business at the same time. But, you know, don't discount that your experiences and what you've been through are going to be one of the main connector points between you and your client. So you do know a lot and you can help where you are right now. Um, so kind of as an overview, again, when we're trying to find that focus in our business, um, we really, again, want to look at, you know, what do we know? What is our past? What is our experience? Um, where was I when I first started out? Where am I now? And, you know, what would be really helpful for someone to be created to help get them to the place where I am right now? Um, and just as an kind of an extra or an aside, um, you know, you might be wondering right now, well, why should I even be picking a niche? Why is this important? Why can't I see every every type of client under the sun? And the problem is that when we essentially show up on social media or on our website, or we're talking to someone in person, and we have very little clarity on how we can help them, more than likely, they're not going to be engaged enough to want to work with us. So let me give you kind of two different scenarios here. Scenario one, 
the person who really is staying um, super broad in their business, doesn't really know who they want to help, basically just wants to help everyone or anyone, and they go to a dinner party. And someone says, hey, um, nice to meet you. What do you do? And you say, well, I'm a holistic nutritionist, and I help people to get healthy and feel better and eat good food. And then the person on the receiving end is probably like, wow, that's really cool. Like, I need to eat better and feel better. And that might be the end of the conversation. And then it moves on to another topic. Um, and let's ju- just juxtapose that to um, somebody else that goes to a dinner party. And let's say they are very clear that they are a holistic nutritionist who supports women with um, hormonal imbalances. So that's still not, that's specific, but that's not super specific. I didn't say supports women with PCOS or um, adrenal dysfunction or something like that. I just left it a little bit broader and said, I support women with hormonal imbalances. So, okay, this person goes to the party. Someone asks them, hey, who are you? What do you do? And you say, oh, I'm a holistic nutritionist and I support um, women with hormonal imbalances. Well, right away, that sends a very different message to someone than I'm a holistic nutritionist. I help with health and wellness and eating healthy foods. Um, If that person you're talking to also has a or has a hormone imbalance, they're going to feel instantly connected to you. They're going to feel like, wow, you know, that's actually something I really need help with or support with. Or they're going to keep you in mind. And next time they're chatting with a friend or a family member who is going through some hormone issues, their their brain's going to go off a little light bulb and they're going to say, hey, I met this girl at a party. Um, you know, in fact, I have her card here and she uh, is a nutritionist that helps with hormonal imbalance. So you can see there, that's a very simple, <laughs> a simple story I told you, but you can see there how keeping really broad, although we think it's going to help because then we can help any single person, it's not actually speaking to anyone. It's not really engaging anyone to feel like, yeah, I really need your services. I really need what you are selling. Um, and that's going to probably feel really frustrating to you because you're probably going to get a lot of people that are like, oh, that's interesting. And maybe you feel like they're going to want to work with you, but there's going to be no follow through. So as soon as you start to niche down and get more specific and figure out, you know, what what have I been through? What are my experiences? And how can I help someone to kind of get to the place either where I am or where they desire to be? And you can now use words and messaging online or in person to connect with that person who needs that thing, that's going to be a home run because people want, you know, people don't want to have to be like, um, (laughs) I was going to say Sherlock Holmes. They don't want to be like an investigator that has to like go through your website, read all the material and really try to figure out for themselves what it is you do to help them. They want to know right off the bat what you can do and how you can serve them. And one of the big reasons for this is that nowadays um, our attention spans as humans is very, very low. Um, I think I've heard it, you know, it's like lower or as low as a goldfish, like just a few seconds is our attention span. So if someone meets you and you don't right away engage them with how you can help them, or someone comes to your website and they have to sift through it to find out, you know, is this person even right for me? Um, What do they even do? You know, you're going to lose the attention of that person really quickly. So I hope this was compelling enough for you to really look at um, niche or getting more clear on who you want to work with as um, a really positive thing for your business. And 
I know because I've been there as well where it felt really scary to actually get more clear more clear on it because I felt, um, you know, as soon as I say no to all these people, I'm going to have no one left to work with. And from my personal experience and the experience of a lot of my clients I work with, when you do get more clear and more specific, that's when people start actually coming to you and, you know, giving you their credit card or saying, yes, I want to work with you. So it actually works maybe in the opposite way of what you're thinking. Um, You might be hearing crickets right now and no one's actually engaging themselves to want to work with you. But as soon as you get more of that clarity and you start sharing how you can help other people more specifically, that's when you're going to get more traction in your business. So I hope you can really take that kind of activity of figuring out your stories and your pain points um, of the past and, you know, how you are now or where you, you know, desired to be when you're experiencing this and really um, do this, like sit with it, brain dump it, brainstorm different things and start to see how this is like a connection, right? Um, And everything happens for a reason, you know, you experience what you did and you've come to the place now where maybe you're feeling better and you can help other people. And that experience you went through is Um, going to help other people. It's going to help them see the light and it's going to make them feel heard and connected to you. So um, yeah, really spend some time with that activity. You know, again, this figuring out, you know, who you want to work with, how you can help them is, I would argue, the most important thing of starting your business. So try not to skip over this, you know, create some space and some time to really sit with this. So I said at the beginning, I would also share For those of you who are like, you know what? No, I am not choosing a niche right now. I'm too either freaked out or I don't have enough direction or I don't want to, you know, I guess pigeonhole myself um, that small at this point of time. And that's totally up to you. You know, you do you. You do whatever works best for you. Um, There's no one right or wrong way to run a business. Um, Really, it's the best way that works for you. I will argue, however, that you're going to want to niche down or get more clear um, as soon as possible. So don't just put this on the back burner forever. You know, really do keep asking yourself, okay, I worked with so-and-so client and I liked this about them. I liked what they were, maybe their health issue or I feel connected to them. Can I niche down closer to, closer to that a little bit more? Um, so don't just forget about this niching, but what I do want to share with you is, you know, what can you do in the interim to still attract clients that are wanting to work with you and not keep yourself so broad and open-ended, but not pick a specific niche. So you're kind of like straddling the middle right now, if that makes any sense. So what I actually um, help my clients to do that don't know what to do (laughs) when they're in this position is to really figure out who you are as a person. So your, your skills, how you're unique, what you bring to the table. And if you really have no idea and you can't write anything down, ask your best friend, ask your parents, you know, ask people around you um, for some really honest feedback on, you know, what are you really good at? What do you bring to the table? And what do they like best about you? So starting to figure out more about like who you are as a person. And then the other step of this is what type of practitioner do you want to be? So again, if you have no idea, you're like, I just don't even know what type of practitioner I want to be. I've never even thought about that idea. Um, What I would suggest you do is start thinking about other practitioners you've worked with, maybe like a naturopath or an acupuncturist or your doctor, whoever it is, um, 
that you really loved working with. So you just couldn't wait to see that person again, or every time you were there, you felt so connected to the practitioner, um, or whatever it may be, I really want you to think about what did that practitioner have that you were so drawn to? So for example, maybe they were an amazing listener, and you felt like, wow, I've never been listened to in this way, um, because usually in my other you know, experiences, you know, I'm rushed out of the consultation room or something like that. So you really appreciated that that person listened to you and you felt heard. Or maybe that person took a really um, gentle approach and they really helped to set small goals with you and encouraged you, you know, kind of day by day and didn't make you feel pressured. Or maybe you're more the type who likes someone who does kind of hold higher standards on you and keeps you really accountable and checks in and really keeps you moving at a fast pace to the next goal. So everybody's going to be different. Um, You know, I can't answer that for you because everybody is so unique. So really just start thinking about what were those experiences with practitioners that you were drawn to and start like jotting down, you know, they were a good listener. They were really gentle. They were really motivating. And We want to start thinking about how you can bring that into your own practice. So again, if you don't know who you, like what audience you want to be working with, we can still get more specific on what type of practitioner you want to be. So you can start attracting the right clients. So maybe you're not attracting the client that needs hormone um, help or that needs help with their arthritis or whatever it is, like a health condition, but now you're attracting someone that wants a heart-centered approach or someone that wants um, accountability, or someone that wants easy habit building. So I hope you can follow what I'm saying here. But, you know, regardless of what you choose to do, niche down and get really specific or stay a little bit open, you still have the power to create really clear terms around your business. So you're attracting more ideal people to you and the people you want to work with because this is our business. Um, You get to make this as, you know, close to what you want it to look like as possible. You don't have to see a certain client just because you think you have to. You don't have to have your business look a certain way just because you think that's the way it should look or because that's the way someone else runs it. Um, I really want you to realize, and and I'm going to talk about this a lot, is that it can look whatever way you want it to look and whatever way works best for you. And honestly, I feel like it should be a reflection of you because people want to um, work with people, again, that they feel connected to and that they feel are real people. So if you're a big goof and you want your consultations to be more humorous and open and comfortable and fun, that's the way you can promote yourself because then you're going to attract those people who are really interested in that. The worst thing would be not promoting yourself like that and getting someone in who's very serious and needs the science and, you know, needs the facts and evidence and you want to come at it from a more um, friendly, comforting, you know, humorous approach. You can see already that would be a big clash. And if we do this over and over where we're getting these clients in that just don't feel right to us, we're going to want to give up a lot easier. We're going to say, what the heck is the point of doing this? Why even bother? And you might just decide, you know what, running my business or doing nutrition or whatever it is just isn't for me. Because if we have these experiences that don't feel good to us, we're going to feel like what's the point. So I really want you guys to do all of these activities to feel like 
you know what, I am in control and I can make decisions and I can, you know, really strategize the type of people I want to come into my business, whether it's through picking a niche or an audience or whether it's getting super clear on what type of practitioner I am and trying to attract those specific clients. So I hope this was helpful helpful for you guys. Um, as always, leave a review. If you um, found this episode helpful, you can always reach out to me, hello at stephanielong.ca. Join me on Instagram um, or Facebook. And if you're, you know, feeling like this, you know, was that first step for you to be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get my business rolling. I'm going to figure out my niche. I'm going to gain more clarity. But you're still feeling a little bit stuck with, well, you know, how do I set up my website? How do I pick my business name? How do I pick my domain name? And you're still in those like really fundamental steps of building the more, I guess, tangible business side of it. Um, I want to invite you to actually download my business startup checklist. So I'll put um, a link in the show notes for you to actually go and download this. This is a free checklist that um, literally takes you through how to build your business from scratch. So it talks again about domain, website, business name, payment, scheduling, talks about everything to really help you um, solidify your business and get it up and running. Um, And I really want that for you guys. I don't want these little things to stop you. I want building your business to feel super accessible to you. So make sure you download the guide and I will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.